0: right so now we're speaking to nerisi Mare, inspiring author of my cousin brother now this book he said he chats with in the 1980s and follows the personal journey of a young lady during apartheid good afternoon nerisi welcome to the official drive how are you doing
1: Uh, thank you lloyd i'm great
0: how are you awesome welcome to the show and thanks for your time now firstly tell us a bit about yourself and why you decided to write this book
1: Um, Lloyd, I was born during the 80s in Chatsworth and I'd always wondered what life would have been like living under apartheid. Now, apartheid had impacted my life, but it was still a child's experience. And I really wanted to imagine and capture the experience of Chatsworth life back then. The researching and writing the book helped me really understand how very different life was back then and how much harder it was to live your life according to your own values. There's so many freedoms that we have now and take for granted that people didn't have, and I really wanted to fully appreciate that.
0: Uh, let you grew up in the 80s, right? And I'm an 80s kid too. So what was life like for you growing up in Chatsworth? And how much of that personal experience did you have managed to weave into your book?
1: Now, I had a happy and carefree childhood living in Unit 6. I was shielded from the politics of the time. And the 80s were a time of happy memories. I had close bonds with my neighbours and an abundance of cousins and neighbours and friends to play with. Now, even though the book is fictional, I'd say the aspects of my personal life that are represented are some of the thoughts of the main character, her political awakening, maybe some of her personality, and definitely the close family and other relationships.
0: Now, tell us about uh, the main character, Privania Pele and her journey.
1: Privania is is a witty and nerdy 20-year-old who loves her family and community, but she feels that she has outgrown her life. She has an ambition for more in life that her family doesn't understand struggling with issues such as colorism, the pressure to get married, favoritism of her younger sister, and her own family not understanding her need for growth. Now, Pravanya also really looks up to her cousin brother Avesh, whom she idolizes and looks to help her navigate life. She perhaps relies on him too much and has to learn to develop her own confidence and herself. The book is a coming-of-age story as it depicts Pravanya's journey from being a wallflower, happy to be in the background, to a person who really finds courage and joins the liberation struggle, breaks apartheid laws, and fights for what she really believes in, including love.
0: The title of this book is very interesting, right? So without giving too much away, tell us why you chose this title.
1: I want the title to reflect the closeness of Indian families. We are just as close to our extended families as to our immediate family members, and can really rely on them to help us out in life, get us out of tricky situations, and to have fun. The Pravanya, like many of us, really looks up to her cousin brother for inspiration and mentorship, and she must learn to trust herself as much as this character.
0: Therese, who is the book aimed at, and what messages would you like people to take away from your book?
1: The book is aimed at people with an interest in life under apartheid and in the Indian community in Chatsworth. The message is that we have come so far as a community and a country. Our experiences, so challenging, have made us a resilient people. And we are capable of even more personal and social progress through hard work, confidence, and hope.
0: Now, we've just commemorated 161 years of the arrival of Indian indentured labourers to South Africa. Do you think there are enough stories being told and written from the perspective of South African Indians and their role in building our country?
1: I would like to see more. Um, Many South African Indians have achieved success and contributed a great deal to society. If these stories are shared, the lessons and wisdom behind the experiences are also shared and people can find hope and inspiration from this. Stafford Indians have also developed their own language, culture and style and these need to be represented in literature.
0: Now let's go back to your book for a couple of seconds, right? How would you describe the entire process of writing and publishing the book?
1: Writing and publishing a book is more possible than ever before. I wrote the first 50,000 words of my book in one month in a free annual writing festival called NaNoWriMo. It's every November and provides a writing community that will encourage people to write and be creative. It was an intense process, but very rewarding. And I wrote the rest of the book over a few years, in, you know, my free time. I'd also use freelancing services to find an affordable editor and graphic designer. And I published the book on Amazon, which allows anyone to publish a book on their platform.
0: Now, Neresi, for those who are keen, where is the book available? The book
1: is available online on Amazon.com. You can search for Neresi Marais to find it. And you can also find the link to the book on my Instagram, at Neresi Marais, and direct message me for hard copies that are currently being printed.
0: And finally, lots of people tuning in now, maybe aspiring writers as well. What would you like to say in closing?
1: Just a thank you to Lotus FM and to your listeners for allowing me to share my book. I hope that it reminds people of how much we have achieved as a nation and a community and how much more we are capable of.
0: Great stuff. Nerisi Murray, inspiring author of My Cousin Brother. Thank you very much for joining us on The Official Drive this Wednesday afternoon and God bless you.